How's it going, A's fans, and welcome to episode 52 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke, and today we're going to do a Remember That Guy? Um, this is stemming from the Twitter conversation that we did over the weekend, uh, where I just asked for people's most random A's players that they could remember, and uh, I got over 100 submissions. I replied to, I think, 70 of them or something, and uh, maybe if I find some time in the, in the coming days, I'll... I will finish out that list, but uh, we're going to pick one of my favorites, um, do that. There's also a little bit of news on a third proposal for playing baseball this year uh, and why it might be ridiculous to keep coming up with these stupid proposals. So uh, yeah, we're going to do a remember when uh, first, and then we're going to do uh, the new proposal second. So uh, yeah, stay stay tuned for all that stuff. But first, as always, please follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter. I am at by Jason B on Twitter. We are also at Locked On A's on Instagram. Um, if you have a question for us, uh, feel free to email us at lockedonathletics at gmail.com. So with that all being said, today we are doing our remember win on Terrence Long. This one will be a little bit quicker than what I plan to do with these uh, on the regular because uh, there's a lot to get into with this new proposal. But um, yeah, and also I, I have mixed feelings on Terrence Long. He was a lot of fun when he was with the A's, but he I have three memories of him. Two of them are not great. Um, so yeah, I'll get into all that. But uh, first, how was he acquired? Um, he was acquired in 1999, so that was a while ago. But do you guys remember when Kenny Rogers was with the A's for a minute? Uh, I vaguely do. It was a long time ago. I remember thinking that Kenny Rogers was the best pitcher alive, and he wasn't by a long stretch. So uh, so the A's traded him. I also think that he was kind of a jerk about being in Oakland. Uh, this is all. I didn't do any research on this. So I think that he didn't like it in Oakland. So he didn't perform well. He had like a four-something ERA, I believe. And then... uh. This is all, again, off of memory. Didn't look up Kenny Rogers for this. Uh, probably should have done that. Oh, well. Anyways. So he was traded from... Uh, T-Long was traded from the Mets to the A's for Kenny Rogers. And uh, he was formerly the Mets 20th overall pick in, uh, I think it was 1994. So he'd been with them, them for a little bit. Um, and he was in his early 20s when he got to the A's. And in 2000, uh, that was his first major league season, and that was with the A's. Sorry, let me amend that real quick. He played three games with the Mets. It was his first full major league season, and um, and that was with the A's in 2000. Um, that was his best year with the A's, and that included him being exactly league average on offense with a 100 WRC+. Plus. And he was roughly a two-win player in each of his first two seasons with the A's. So, you know, not a bad player by any means. Um, but offensively, his WRC plus just went down, um, in each of his four seasons with Oakland, which eventually led to him being traded. Um, he bottomed out at a 76 WRC plus in 2003. Um, and after the 2003 season, he was traded with Ramon Hernandez to the Padres in exchange for Mark Kotze. Mark Kotze, obviously, uh, I think everybody's lasting memory of him with the A's was the inside the park home run. And I think it was game two of the 2006 ALDS against the twins. Um, I think my lasting memory from that ALDS aside from the Mark Kotze home run, it might've been game one, one of those games. Um, I remember staying home from college so that I could uh, watch the game. 
because I'm like, hey, the A's are in the playoffs again, so may as well. And then you get used to losing. And then I was like, holy shit, they they might win this game. And then Frank Thomas had a big game. Barry Zito outdueled Johan Santana. It was such a fun time. Best time I ever had calling in sick. But T. Long was not in that memory, so let's get back to Terrence Long. Uh, I have three memories of this guy. Uh, The one that's probably most prevalent in my mind isn't necessarily a T. Long memory. It's just uh, he he happened to be there. Um, It is his game and season ending strikeout in the 2003 ALDS against uh, Derek Lowe and the Boston Red Sox. Uh, Basically what I remember is another failed season feeling very sad because the A's just could not push past the ALDS. And uh, Derek Lowe strikes him out, looks directly, makes eye contact with literally everybody in the A's dugout and does a crotch chop like he's in Degeneration X. Um, I think it was like a half crotch chop. And he was like, oh, I didn't mean anything. I was just doing this. And everybody's like, what? You looked right at them in their eyes. You saw their souls, Derek Lowe. So uh, if you were ever wondering when I started hating the Red Sox, it was literally that moment. So I did it before it was cool because I am a hipster like that. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that was memory number one, Terrence Long adjacent. But, uh. Yeah, that's that's when I really legitimately started having a burning hatred for the Boston Red Sox, which still lasts to this day. I did like the, was it 2013 team with all the beards? Beard beard Red Sox were okay. I don't think there were any jerks on that. Jo- they had Johnny Gomes, I think was what it was. Johnny Gomes beard team, they were decent. Anyways, so memory number two is uh, the infamous welcome to Major League Baseball Ichiro throw in which he fielded the ball, and Terrence Long was trying to go first to third, and uh, boy, did Ichiro throw him out. So uh, that that was my second memory. Um, I'm sure that you've seen the replays. I'll see if I can find the videos and put them in the show notes for you guys. Um, and then my third memory is actually a good memory, and this one also involves the Red Sox. And uh, it was in 2002, of August 2002. Uh, he had a game-winning catch that... Uh, robbed a home run over that short little fence in uh, right field, like right center field, uh, over in Boston. He robbed future A's great Manny Ramirez of that home run. And, uh, I mean, watching it live, it was a lot of fun because, you know, the A's beat the friggin' Red Sox. That's amazing. Because, um, I mean, even then, you're, you're like, oh, the Red Sox are kind of good. And the A's never tended to do well in either New York against the Yankees or against Boston especially on the road. So uh, that was a fun win. But uh, watching the replay of it was a lot of fun because T-Long is just trying to like nonchalant it and be like, oh, I got the game-winning catch. That's cool. And he's like smiling and stuff. And then Jermaine Dye just wrestles him to the ground. He, he tackles him. And uh, then there's like a little mini dog pile. It was a lot of fun to watch. So uh, uh, I will find these and I will put them in the show notes for you guys. So my wife's going to be working late the next couple of days, which means I'm on my own for dinner. And uh, so I'm already starting to brainstorm what I want. Do I want pizza again? I I love pizza. Do I want, I don't know, Taco Bell? Do I want some staples from Staples? Um, Not for dinner, but, you know, for, you know, use. Um, And that's why I use Postmates, because they do a little bit of everything. Um, If you're unlike me and you actually plan your meals very far in advance, uh, then you know what you're going to eat for dinner while you're eating lunch. I don't do that at all. I, I enjoy food, 
but I love Postmates. But I kind of love them even more right now because I can get food delivered without even leaving the house or even opening the door. Given what's going on in the world, they have created non-contact deliveries. So now when I order food from local restaurants, everything gets left right outside my door. They take a picture of it. It's kind of cool, actually. I, I enjoy it. Um, they also have Postmates Pickup, which I have been using to order takeout for my local restaurants. Listen up. We need to be supporting our local neighborhood spots right now. If there's something you enjoy, go, go uh, throw them a few bucks and get that food. Keep them in business. Show them you appreciate them. It's nice. It's a little thing that you can do to you know help out the employees there, but also keep the businesses afloat during this time. Uh, I've only been ordering local because, I mean, that's where they deliver from, but also uh, it's a great way to support my community as well. Uh, and Postmates doesn't just deliver burgers and sushi. They actually make my life easier by picking up everything I need from Walgreens 7-Eleven and dropping it off outside my door. Remember those staples I wanted to order? I can do that. Uh, just download Postmates on I iOS or Android, find your favorites, and get anything you want delivered within the hour. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start with your free deliveries, download the app and use code LOCKEDON. That's code locked on for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. All right, so this week in uh, new baseball proposals to get a 2020 season underway, uh, we have the three-state solution. So added to Arizona and Florida, we now have Texas in the mix. And this is coming from cbssports.com. Um, one source, according to the article, is uh, expressing guarded optimism, according to this plan. Uh, so that's fun. I mean, maybe next week we'll have a four-state solution. Let's include, I don't uh, what's another state? California? That's a state that has a bunch of ballparks. Uh, Illinois will probably be the one. Uh, no, I need a red state with two baseball parks. Missouri. Missouri's next on the board, obviously. So according to the article, uh, one new obstacle that's going to be, you know, thrown in if there is a third state in the mix is uh, how to split up the teams between the three states. Are you going to go with uh, 10 teams and go 10, you know, 10 in uh, Texas, 10 in Florida, 10 in Arizona? Um, one that wasn't mentioned, but for me, um, if you're adding Texas to the mix, the A's have two Texas teams in their division. Do you want them essentially getting their home amenities? Is that fair to literally everybody else? I mean, like the Rays would be like the only team otherwise, but if you have like three teams getting favorable treatment, that doesn't seem okay. I don't know. I, I think it's one thing if it's the spring training facilities, but if it's their big league ballparks, I, it seems weird. And I know they're not going to be spending a bunch of time there, but they know the dimensions a little bit better and stuff. So I think I'd like to see the teams that don't play in those states shoveled up a little bit. Uh, personally, that's just a me thing. It probably won't matter to everybody else, but that's a me thing. And when each of these, you know, new reports comes out, they're saying like, oh yeah, you can play like two or three games at each, you know, big league ballpark. And while that sounds great on paper, um, I don't know if they realize why there is no baseball right now. And it's because of the spread of germs and a virus that people can get from like without contacting one another. So uh, like if somebody has coronavirus and you're playing three games at one ballpark, that's six teams in these clubhouses, you know, between the two, you know, the matchups and all that stuff or three per clubhouse. If one guy has it and he, you know, touches something, 
that's three baseball teams that got wiped out right there. And that seems a little bit ridiculous. Even if it's two games in one ballpark, that seems a little bit ridiculous. I think you need to have the state or whatever solution uh, with the most ballparks in a close vicinity. And that's why I think that, you know, if they're going to do it, two is probably the best. Then again, you'd have more teams in the close. I don't know how they're going to do this, really. I mean, it might be time to just punt the 2020 season because there's no cleanly way to have a baseball season, I don't think. Uh, Susan Slusser has been doing work on, hey, baseball's a dirty game. Maybe, how are they going to fix, like, the spitting and, you know, all this stuff, which also spreads the virus. And I, I think that baseball needs to concentrate more on, you know, how to clean up the game in that regard as opposed to how many states we can hold baseball games in and how many games we can play because that's an ownership question. That's not a let's stop the virus and not spread it kind of thing, which is what the players are concerned about. Um, Mike Trout and... Clayton Kershaw are two of many players that have expressed concern over going back to work and, you know, when it's not safe to do so. I mean, I'll get into that in a little bit, but I mean, you got to be with the players on this one because if they're not on board and they're kind of like having their, you know, hands tied a little bit to go play the game of baseball, which, I mean, you can be on one side of this story, uh, one, one side or the other, but you have to be consistent. It's either they get paid too much to play a game or it's a game they shouldn't have to play. Uh, you can't be, they get paid too much and I need to see them play right now. That's, that does not compute, I'm sorry. So with this new proposal, the same question keeps coming up, or, you know, the same uh, fears from the players, and that's being separated from their families for three, four months. Uh, that's not something that they want to really concede on, and I don't know how you make the season happen without it. So, I mean, they could throw money at them, I guess, like pay them their full salaries. But um, also, how much money is enough money to be like, yeah, I will go risk getting coronavirus and bringing it home to my family uh, and, you know, potentially killing somebody in my family. How much money would that take? Probably not enough. So that's why the players aren't going to do it. What would incentivize the players to go, you know, do this and then potentially, you know, even if they could have their families right there, that's still a lot of risk. Because if you're doing three games in one ballpark, one guy has it, and then, you know, your child passes away or something like that, that's a heartbreaking thing because, and especially if you didn't want to do it in the first place, just cancel the season at this point. Just play it safe. Don't let, I mean, Mike Trout's, you know, expecting, and I only know that because he's Mike Trout and, you know, everything he does gets covered because he doesn't do that much. Uh, he's expecting a child with his wife. Uh, Clayton Kershaw has a three-month-old very susceptible people in, you know, two prominent players' families, let alone the other hundreds of baseball players there are out there. I'm sure a lot of them have children that are probably susceptible to getting coronavirus, and uh, that's not something they really want to risk. And I think that it's a little bit silly that ownership would be like, yeah, go, go out there and play, you guys. This is going to be fine. Um, yeah, there's going to have to be some major concessions to, you know, even think about putting a risk like that on the table um for me at least so basically at this point i would really like major league baseball to stop leaking proposals to test the waters on things because they're all just kind of derivative of one another it's like oh what if we do one state Ooh, how about two states three states oh you don't say it's ridiculous and uh i mean just take a couple of weeks work out a legitimate plan that you know would alleviate some concerns from the players 
if it is possible. Because, I mean, if you're not working on that stuff, then it's not a legitimate plan. So give us a legitimate plan. Come back and, you know, let, let us know what you came up with. Because the, these new these proposals aren't doing it for, I don't think, any of us. Um, we don't need a bunch of false hope right now. We need, you know, some concrete answers. Because we're not getting those from a lot of places at this point in time. Um, there's, like, in life there right now, there's just too much up in the air. And Major League Baseball is just adding to that load. And I don't know how much capacity we have for, you know, just uncertainty and, you know, like, hey, what about this? This would be great. Uh, no, we, we need some some leaders right now. We need some direction. You, you guys make all this money. You guys should be the leaders in this one. We, we shouldn't have to, like, rely on, hey, let's crowdsource this one with fans right now. They don't have anything going on right now, do they? So what I want Major League Baseball to do right now is be a beacon of hope. Get your shit together. Put together a real plan if you got a plan. And if you don't have a plan, cancel the season. And then just end it right there. It'd be fine. Just do that. We, we need a leader and, you know, somebody who's going to, you know, give us some direction and some answers. We, we don't need a snake oil salesman at this point in time. Sorry, but thank you. Uh, no thanks, also. Um, so, yeah, that's that. I, I want to see baseball, like a lot. Baseball would be great. But also, uh, I don't think that I'm willing to risk people's health to have baseball. So maybe that's just me. I don't know. Um, so anyways, uh, that's going to be it for today's episode. Hope you enjoyed it. I went on a slew of rants. Um, yeah. So I will post the, I will find the, uh, Terrence Long, uh, videos. I'll put those in the show notes. I will also, uh, do a, what was your favorite Terrence Long memory, uh, poll on Twitter. So feel free to uh, vote in that. That is at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I am by Jason B. Um, yeah, follow us all over there. You can also email us at lockedonathletics at gmail.com. Or if you're into uh, late night Twitch streaming, I'm also on there at twitch.tv slash noted baseball fan. So uh, yeah, I usually play from like midnight to 2 a.m. So that's, uh, that's going to be it for me today. So in the meantime, stay indoors and celebrate good times, Oakland, and I will talk to you guys soon.